Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. It's a special day today for Vitality Radio uh, and really for our sponsor, Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South 500 West. This week, we've been celebrating our 40th birthday, 40 years in business serving Davis County and beyond with all the health knowledge that you need, the supplements that you may want to use, and everything that has to do with natural and alternative options for preserving your health. That's what we do at Vitality Nutrition. You can give us a call anytime at 801-292-6662 if you have any questions. But 40 years. Now, I don't know if you personally have a small business. Uh, If you don't, I'm sure you know someone who does. But 40 years in business is a long time. My parents started something that I don't know if they knew was going to last this long. And here we are at 40 years. It's pretty exciting. They opened the store before I was even five years old. I've owned it for the last 23 years, and it has been an absolute uh, pleasure of a journey to take. You know, last night we had a a special event for what we call our super VIPs, some of the greatest uh, customers that we've gotten to know and love. And uh, I was sitting in the back after it was over. We were kind of doing a little inventory of what had happened and how things went. And uh, my favorite part of what I do is working with you, with people who want to educate themselves on health and nutrition who want to learn how to do a better job for themselves and for their family. And so Vitality Radio in its ninth year, Vitality Nutrition in its 40th, well, 41st year almost now. Uh, Pretty amazing. Now today, I want to do something a little bit different. For the 40th birthday, I uh, actually did an article with the Davis County Clipper, the local newspaper that I grew up with there in Bountiful, and um, they uh, interviewed me last week for an article. And one of the stories I told was when I was a little boy, I want to say I was probably 11 or 12 or something like that, and I was changing out the sign uh, that we had. We had one of those uh, flashing arrow signs, you know, with the changeable letters uh, on Fifth South in uh, in Bountiful. And, uh, you know, before we had these fancy digital signs, which, of course, Vitality still doesn't have, but maybe one day. But anyway, uh, we had these changing letter signs, and uh, we'd go out there and change all the letters on it and try and direct traffic to Vitality. And I'll always remember one time putting a buy one, get one free on something called Max EPA. Now, I don't even know if you know what that is, uh, but back in the day, that was one of the very first, if not the first, fish oil products that was put into a capsule. That's how long I go back. So when you think about it, fish oil is like, it's everywhere now. Everybody in the world sells it. Heck, I saw a 30-capsule bottle at the dollar store the other day. So it's not hard to find fish oil now, but back then it was only available at health food stores. And still, I would... uh, tell you that I think the best stuff is still only available at health food stores. But regardless, I remember that buy one, get one free promotion being one of the best things we'd ever done. We had all kinds of people coming in because fish oil had been in Time and Newsweek and it had been on the evening news and all these other places and uh, was, was the hot new thing in nutrition. So for this episode of Vitality Radio, uh, the last half, I'm going to talk about all the things that have kind of come and gone that have been the hot new things, what was hot then, what we've learned since then, and what now is we're finding is actually the most effective in these different categories. We'll talk about fish oil, we'll talk about krill oil, we'll talk about what is acidophilus or probiotics, we'll talk about a bunch of things for a variety of different concerns, uh, what happened with tryptophan and then melatonin and what might actually work better than either one of those for sleep and so on and so forth. So those are the things that we're going to talk about the tail end of the show. If you go to vitalitynutrition.com, you can jump on our website and of course you can find us on Facebook as well and you can link straight to our Facebook page from our website now and we'll uh, go... uh, and uh, throw the website up on the Facebook page as well. It's vitalitynutrition.com and then facebook.com slash vitalityradio. And now, 
without further ado, it is time for the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, so 40 years in business for Vitality Nutrition and nine years almost doing Vitality Radio and at no time on this radio show, at least as far as my memory serves, have I talked about falling sperm counts. So that's what we're going to talk about during the rant and it means a lot more than you may think it means. It's a pretty big deal and it has been something that has been under the radar to say the least for a long long time and people on kind of my side of things uh, talking about natural alternatives to chemicals and things like that we've been talking about this for a while but the mainstream media has been kind of keeping it hush hush in fact they were going to put this guy i'm going to quote a bunch of stuff from an article he wrote um they were going to put him on the today show 14 years ago And they canceled his plane ticket at the last minute because they decided that it just wasn't that important of a story. Well, now it is making the mainstream press because the article I'm going to be quoting from today by Felix Gusson, M.D., is actually on NBCNews.com. And here's the first couple of lines. Sperm count is in steep decline. A large review has found a 40-year plunge in sperm count, specifically in men from North America, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. And the reason may be associated with common factors in our daily lives. So what did they do to figure out that this uh, is a problem? 185 studies were reviewed and analyzed from 1973, the year after I was born, to 2011 including almost 43,000 men. The results were stunning. Researchers found a 52% decline in sperm concentration and a 59% decline in total sperm count. And guess what? Continued decline doesn't appear to be leveling off. So what the heck is going on? According to Dr. Shanna Swan, Uh, who uh, authored the study, she said that it's extremely worrisome. For couples who are trying to conceive, this is a very severe problem. And, of course, it's difficult psychologically and emotionally. But in the big scheme of things, this is also a major public health issue. Swan says, we don't really know exactly what's going on, but we do know that much of this has been linked to exposure to certain chemicals, especially for unborn boys in the womb. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. Why? Actually, I'm going to talk about the chemical part in just a minute because this is actually pretty important. Ten years ago, we found out that this was a problem in fish, like a problem in a pretty significant way. Because, you know, in humans, it's been hypothesized for the most part. There's all kinds of links, um, you know, not necessarily causation yet. They're still trying to figure it out exactly. But as we look at the rising rates of breast cancer and prostate cancer, which I'll talk about in just a minute, um, we know that there are definitely links there. But what's happening in fish? Well, get this. Animal studies over the last decade show bizarre reproductive anomalies, including an epidemic of penile malformations among alligators in the Everglades. In the Great Lakes, fish populations have become hermaphrodites, with males developing female genitalia. Now, this is not something that I got out of the onion, okay? This is actual news, and it's pretty scary stuff when men, male fish, are becoming female fish. Studies in England document similar gender-bending changes, all in waterways contaminated with what are called xenoestrogens, some of which are not necessarily pollutants, but many of which are. So if fish are changing sexes, and it's 
probably due to the xenoestrogens in the waterways, then should we as humans be concerned? Well, yeah, maybe we should because the sperm counts are dropping by 40% in concentration and 59% in total numbers over the last 40 years. That is massive. It is. And what's interesting is you know, over the years uh, at Vitality, you know, this, this happens to be a study that was done um, over about 37 of the years that we've been in business at Vitality Nutrition. And I can tell you that I have more and more people come in and having a hard time conceiving. And uh, one of the biggest issues is the actual uh, is on the male side with uh, with sperm count and motility and things like that. So this is a big deal. And some people might say, well, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, people, I suppose, who aren't trying to conceive children. But if we go beyond that and we don't think about, you know, population explosion and all these other things that come along with conceiving children in today's day and age, and we just look at the what's happening behind the scenes that is causing this issue, it's a big deal. One thing we've discovered is that lower sperm count is associated with higher cancer rates in men. And prostate cancer now is in is occurring in one of seven men, and that's just men who are being diagnosed. Much of prostate cancer is undiagnosed, as more men are actually choosing to avoid diagnosis because the research that's coming out showing that the PSA screening is not particularly accurate, and then once they get screened, if you have an alert or a red flag that goes up saying you may have prostate cancer, when they go to do a biopsy, they could actually spread the cancer because the majority of men that get prostate cancer don't die from it. They die with it. And so one in seven men that we know of, but maybe it's two in seven. We don't know. We don't know how many men are walking around there with undiagnosed prostate cancer, but it's a big deal. It's the number one cancer in men. And guess what is considered probably the biggest factor in prostate cancer for men? It's these xenoestrogens. So let's talk about xenoestrogens. What is a xenoestrogen? They are foreign estrogens. They do not look a lot like um, the estrogens that a woman has lots of in her body and a man has a little bit of, but they bond to the same cell receptor site. And when they do that, they cause what's called an endocrine disruption. It confuses the endocrine system and creates a lot of problems. They are estrogen mimickers. And as such, the body then looks at them and says, well, I've got estrogen there. It's bonded to the site. So everything's okay, right? But Think about this. We're talking about estrogen, the most powerful of female hormones, right? And in the fish population, and yes, we are not fish, but some people think we came from fish, so who knows? But in the fish population, it's turning men to women. In the male population in this country, to a degree, the same thing is happening. Now, not at the same alarming rate or the same um, uh dramatic changes that are happen happening in uh, the fish population. But look what's happening. Uh, for one thing, obesity is going crazy right now. One of the biggest places that men like to hold their fat, and it's getting more and more, is we're seeing it around the midsection, and we're seeing extra fat now developing around the chest area. That is more of a female trait than a male trait. The xenoestrogens are literally having a feminizing effect. If you look at it, you know, one thing that's happened over the last 10, 12 years that's fascinating in this country is the sales of things like Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, these uh, sexual performance drugs that are now multi-billion dollar makers every year in this country. Those things didn't even exist. There wasn't that much of a problem 20, 25, 30 years ago. And what we're seeing now at Vitality is younger and younger men coming in saying they're having a hard time with performance. And it doesn't make sense unless you recognize that these xenoestrogens really do terrible things to testosterone in the male body. So we are focusing here on men for a minute, but trust me, I'm going to bring it around to women as well because this is as big of a deal, if not a bigger one, for women. So the question is, how do we stem the tide? And what's happened is that chemical companies have been you know, basically covering up the research, lying to us about and saying, you know, this isn't a big deal. You ever heard of DDT? 
Yeah, it was really big during the Vietnam uh, conflict. DDT, the chemical company behind DDT, said, no, it's, it's, you know, it's safe. It's not a problem. It doesn't affect humans. And now all of a sudden we recoil from the name T- DDT as a top toxic chemical because we know it's a carcinogen. But 34 years ago, the, uh, there was a, an author named Carson who wrote a book called The Silent Spring. And she focused not on cancer, but on the fact that DDT disrupted songbird reproduction, decimating their numbers, hence the title of her book, The Silent Spring. Apologists from the chemical industry dismissed her as a nut, just as they continue to insist that all is well with human and animal reproduction. But today we know that DDT represents the tip of a massive worldwide xenoestrogenic iceberg. Uh, and uh, that's according to Michael Castleman, who has uh, actually written now a couple of books on this subject. So this is a very, very interesting thing. Now, I've talked about it before on Vitality Radio. To me, it's a big deal. And now I want to talk to you about what you can do to avoid some of these things. The Environmental Working Group, that's EWG.org, they've estimated that you can eliminate about 70% of these xenoestrogens from your um from your lifestyle, let's say, by your food choices, uh, by what you put on your body and what you put in your body, and what you even clean your home with uh, or make your home smell nice with, things like that. You can eliminate about 70%. Well, that's huge. It's not 100%, obviously. And why isn't it not 100%? Because right here in Salt Lake City, Utah, we have that thing called the inversion. You've seen it. Yeah, it happens every winter where you can't see the sky, and uh, the only way you can see the sky is to drive up to uh, Park City and look down, right, or look up from there, I guess, and you look down, and there's just this big, filthy muck hanging out over the city. We've got these four oil refineries right here that spew this stuff all the time. One of the biggest places where these carcinogenic and estrogenic compounds come from is from plastic or petrochemicals. So they're coming from your car, they're coming from the refineries, but they're also coming from plastic water bottles, and they're coming from makeup, and they're coming from deodorant, and they're coming from perfumes and colognes, and they're coming from scented candles, and they're coming from Glade plugins. And you know what's one I want to really point out right now because it frustrates the heck out of me? I've got a seven-year-old girl. She's just this angel. And she comes home from little birthday parties with her little friends with these little gift bags full of toxic chemicals. And I'm not talking about candy. Yeah, there's plenty of candy and there's the artificial colors and flavors and sweeteners and all that stuff that you have to contend with. But we're talking like these lip balms that are, you know, have Disney characters all over them and they have all kinds kinds of stuff in there that are xenoestrogens. And this is a problem because what we know about boys now from the research that's been that's been shown, and I haven't seen the same documentation on girls, but you have to imagine it's very similar, is that some of the issues that that men as adults are having with sperm count has to do with what their mother did while they were in the womb. So the younger we are as our sexual organs are forming, uh, as before we're hitting puberty and through the uh, prepubescent and pubescent years, those are the times when everything matters, right? When you're trying to get everything right, and yet we are polluting our kids with all of this gunk. My daughter, if I allowed her to keep them, would have 40 different lip balms with all these different colors and scents and flavors, all of which have xenoestrogens throughout them, and shampoos and conditioners and body lotions and everything you can possibly imagine and it's happening at these young ages and now we have our teenage sons using axe you know it's made to be this cool thing all these body sprays that we're spraying on and this stuff is loaded with toxicity so we have to be careful here because we are creating a monster we're consuming these things as if they're safe because somebody at the epa said they are but who does the epa what do they even know This is the Environmental Protection Agency. And you know what's interesting about the Environmental Protection Agency? They once told us that BPA was safe. Well, now everybody knows that when you're getting a baby bottle, you don't want BPA in it. But what have they replaced BPA with? Something called BPS. And guess what? It's more toxic than BPA. And so you can't trust the chemical companies. You can't trust the drug companies. You can't trust the government to tell you what's safe for you 
it just doesn't work because they used to tell us DDT was safe as well. And if you heard Vitality Radio just a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Zach Bush was on the show talking about Roundup or glyphosate. And glyphosate is everywhere. It's, it's ubiquitous in our environment. And now we know that it's carcinogenic and that it creates all kinds of issues. And it's a story that goes on and on and on. So the reason I bring Vitality Radio to you each week and the reason I like to rant about these things is because of this. I want you to understand that this stuff is happening under your nose and oftentimes you're not even paying attention to this. And it's not conspiracy. It's just reality. And frankly, it's economics. These companies have a lot of money to make. And they can make it with these things. And we feed the machine. You know, you go into the mall, right? And you got these bath and body stars, stores and, uh, um, you know, secret stores that have these uh, body sprays and uh, lotions and creams and all these things with these amazing scents. And they smell wonderful, don't they? And you want to put them on your body. But guess what? Those are the places where we're getting these increased incidences of all the feminine cancers because, again, we're talking about xenoestrogens. And this is the thing that's frustrating to me. It's like artificial color. I've never understood why an orange soda has to be orange in color. Why can't an orange soda be clear? There's no really good reason for it. I mean, it's just marketing, right? It looks cooler if it's orange, I guess. To me, it looks cooler if it's clear. So we don't need the artificial colors. They don't enhance the flavor. They don't enhance the experience. They just look nicer in the bottle. And now we have all these amazing essential oils that are available that have healing properties and benefits that can make your house smell amazing. They can do wonderful things as perfume on your body and so on and so forth. And we're chewing gum that has all this stuff in it as well. And we now have xylitol gum, which is actually good for your teeth, better than fluoride. So now we have all these alternatives that we didn't have just a decade ago, and we need to take advantage of them. So this is just all about education and recognizing that there are alternatives, there are options that you can use that can help you be healthier. And if you have questions about it, go to ewg.org, great website. They talk about the dirty uh, dozen and the clean 15 on there where they talk about uh, the, the which foods need to be organic versus which ones maybe don't need to. But they also have something, uh, part of their website called Skin Deep, where you can actually look at your body care products and you can take each individual component and plug it into their search and you can find out how toxic that component has been proven to be or if it has been proven to be toxic up to this point. But you can also actually look like they have this awesome sunscreen guide where you can punch in any sunscreen you can imagine and it will tell you what the level of toxicity is in that sunscreen. And here we are putting sunscreen on, just slathering it on ourselves and especially on our kids to prevent cancer and the stuff we're putting on their skin is probably far more toxic than the sun could ever be. So it's just about awareness and waking up to the facts that there's a lot of stuff out there that we need to try a little harder to avoid and be more educated about. And uh, again, that's what Vitality Radio is about. So avoiding plastic is one of the big takeaways here. Plastics are are not so good. So store your food in glass. If you're going to microwave, microwave in glass or ceramic, not plastic. If you're going to drink water, which obviously you should, you ought to definitely filter it and then put it in a glass container or a stainless steel container, both much, much better than plastic. Uh, you can, uh, so that that's really simple. Again, looking at the things that you make your home smell better with and your body smell better with and look better with. There are lots of excellent alternatives. I mean, we have some body lotions at Vitality that are not just clean and have nothing in them, but they're fantastic. I mean, they're luxurious. They work really, really well. They're even economical. And they even support this amazing cause uh, in Africa where we're giving women in Togo, Africa, jobs that they could never get before making four to five times what a typical African woman makes, and you can do it all just by being aware. So a lot of really great options. And if you're looking for something to clean this stuff out of your body, something that I take on a regular basis is called AndroSense to help prevent 
um, these same these issues to help break down these xenoestrogens and get them out of your body. And women, there's one called Estrosense that is fantastic. Personally, I believe that the science is pointing very strongly a finger at these xenoestrogens for most feminine cancers and certainly for prostate cancer. And these are pervasive cancers that are on the rise that are creating issues. Prostate cancer is rising. The rates are like crazy right now. It's already one in seven and it's going up. So if you want to get on top of this stuff, there are things you can do. Give us a call at Vitality if you have questions, you want to understand a little more about some of these alternatives. 801-292-6662. I've rambled and ranted too long. It's time to cut to a quick break. When I return, I'm going to talk about what has happened over the last 40 years with health and nutrition, the trends that have come and gone, what's changed in some of the most important areas of human health when it comes to supplementation. I'll go through that and uh, share with you what I've learned over the last 40 years. When I come back, this is Jared St. Clair, and you're listening to Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. Your health what I mean store. by this Stop is, now we don't with just Jeremy. sell supplements. We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call. And one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email. Info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Uh, we are at the top of the Vivint Arena where the Utah Jazz will play another season here in a few months, and they are tearing this place up. Holy smokes, it doesn't look like it used to. <laughs> About the only place that hasn't changed is this studio. Everything else is just being uh, torn to shreds and rebuilt. So pretty cool stuff going on beneath and behind me here. Uh, but I get to look out this beautiful window at the green trees and the blue sky doing Vitality Radio for you each Saturday morning. And I am so appreciative that anybody is willing to listen to me rant and rave about stuff for a whole hour on Saturday mornings. Thank you for your ears. I sure appreciate it. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. We need to build this audience and build awareness of some of the stuff that we're talking about here. And of course, if you ever have questions, you call us at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South 500 West. The number is 801 292 6662. That's 801 292 6662. My parents, Clyde and Carol St. Clair, started that place 40 years ago. It's hard to believe. I celebrate my 45th birthday next week. And this store that I now get to call my own, that is, I'm second generation. I've got an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old child, both of which work there. Third generation of Vitality. Man, it it's awesome. The legacy my parents left behind for me, so, so grateful to them. Thanks, Mom. I know you're listening, and hopefully Dad up there in heaven, you're listening too. I sure appreciate you and appreciate what you've done. I only have 20 more minutes to bring to you 40 years worth of stuff I've learned. You know, that Tim McGraw song keeps coming into my head. I don't know if you're a country music fan or not. I'm kind of more of a rock guy, but I know some country music. My next 30 years, he sings because he was 30, I guess, when he wrote the song or the other guy wrote the song for him. I don't think he writes his own songs, but you get the idea. Well, I'm 45. The store's been around for 40 years, and I've learned some stuff. And I keep telling people as they come in, let's see if we can make it another 40 years. I could retire when I'm 85. That sounds about right. So, uh, yeah, we'll shoot for that. But over the first 40 years, this industry, the natural products industry, has changed 
dramatically. I mean, my parents opened up a health food store when health food wasn't cool. It just wasn't. But now it kind of is. Like most Americans now take a supplement every day, whether it's a fish oil or an omega-3 or glucosamine or something like that. That wasn't the case back then. Back then, if you owned a health food store, your friends looked at you like, your parents are from Mars or something. This is weird. And it kind of is weird still. You know, I mean, we're still a little bit on the outside looking in, a little bit alternative compared to a lot of people. But kind of mainstream now too it's pretty cool some really really awesome stuff going on uh, in this industry but i want to tell you some things that happened you know, i told the story earlier if you've been with me for the whole show about something called max epa it was the first fish oil i ever saw in a capsule I'm talking like 33 years ago or something like that uh and this stuff was yeah revolutionary i guess because before that it was just cod liver oil and I remember the old Dale Alexander cod liver oil. And I'm just going to tell you, that stuff tasted awful. You know, parents would give it to their kids because it was good for them, but it was also like this awesome combo punishment thing. It's like, yeah, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to get you some cod liver oil. And kids are like <laughs> running the other way, zipping their lips. But, uh, yeah, that was the thing because, uh, yeah, it's gross. I, I mean, think about it. A cod liver that's disgusting. But cod liver oil, loaded with vitamin A, loaded with vitamin D, really good for you. Lots of omega-3s, amazing stuff. And now they actually make it in a way that kind of tastes okay, too, which is weird. Uh, so a lot's changed. But fish oil, one of the things that I think is really interesting that we've learned that we didn't know back then is how much you actually need to deliver a really great, verifiable dose where they've actually been able to prove in clinical, double-blind, human placebo-controlled studies, all the good stuff that you want, they've determined that you really need about 2,000 milligrams of omega-3s every day. Well, a typical omega-3 that you buy in a grocery store is going to have about 300 milligrams. So you need about seven times what you're probably getting if you're taking a one-a-day fish oil, or maybe you're taking a two-a-day, or maybe you've heard that stuff about krill oil. That's hot now. That came out a few years ago, and everybody's just raving about that. You have these red capsules that are sold at all the big box stores. And yeah, you know what? There's some evidence that krill oil is much more bioavailable. Maybe it's seven times as bioavailable, which makes it sound like, oh, good, so I really can take one a day, except that it's like third or a quarter of the potency to begin with. So it's still not a one a day. And I'm sorry to say we haven't figured out one a day fish oil yet. But there is a company right here in Utah called Nutrigold that I have completely fallen in love with. They get their fish oil from Alaska, which I love because it's one of the last places on this earth that's kind of clean. And uh, they, they harvest it from Alaskan Pollock. And in two capsules a day, you can get the actual clinical dose that has been shown to help with prevention of heart disease and uh, prevention of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and some of these other things. So this omega-3 that's been shown to do these amazing things, you can actually get the right dose in just a couple capsules a day. And that never was the case when I was a kid. So really cool that way. Does anybody know, does anybody remember something called L-tryptophan? Now, I remember L-tryptophan. When I was a kid, it was one of our top sellers until I was about 15. And then what happened? A contamination occurred in a batch coming out of Japan. And about 114 people, if I remember correctly, 114 or 140, I apologize for not looking that up over the, uh, before the show, uh, actually got sick and died, uh, a lot of them, from this contaminant. But it wasn't from the L-tryptophan. L-tryptophan had been used for years and years for sleep, for depression, for anxiety, for a variety of different things people used it for. And this contaminant that got in the batch killed a bunch of people from this rare blood disease. And then the FDA said, okay, tryptophan's not safe. We're taking it off the market. There was a lot of politics at play right there. And nobody quite knows what happened. But we do know that what was one of the most effective and very safe natural supplements for sleep was yanked from the market for no good reason. And it stayed yanked for like 20 years until it finally came back on the market. And now we don't sell near as much as we used to because nobody even knows what it is anymore. Still one of the most amazing amino acids for helping with serotonin levels. Some of the same things that we're seeing, just massive prescriptions being handed out for antidepressants to help with serotonin levels. Tryptophan does it in a very healthy and safe way. And it's back on the market as of about, oh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, nine years ago. I don't, I, the years kind of 
run together. But tryptophan was interesting when it went away. We were back to like valerian and passion flower for sleep. And then melatonin came out. And melatonin was huge. I remember we literally couldn't keep it on the shelves. It was selling like crazy. And we didn't know that much about it. We knew it was a hormone. We knew that what they were giving us in pill form was a synthetic that had been made in a lab that was basically a, a clone of, of human melatonin. And back then, they even had bovine melatonin they were selling, but that uh, that got uh, pulled away. So now it's all synthetic stuff that's out there, whether you get in a health food store or a grocery store or whatever. But uh, regardless, interesting stuff because now that's the sleep aid of choice out there and it's on every drugstore shelf and grocery store shelf and every health food store shelf and yet while it was all the rage and now it is still extremely popular there are some cautions that i have for melatonin one is please don't give it to your kids a lot of people are reading or hearing from doctors or friends or associates that melatonin is this good idea for kids. And the truth of the matter is, in some cases, it is. But in most cases, kids have plenty of melatonin circulating around that brain of theirs. Their pineal glands working great, and that's not really the need. And the problem is when you put a hormone into the body, the natural response is oftentimes for the body to stop producing it or reduce the production of it. And we don't really know what happens. We don't have the science. So I'm not going to say it does or it doesn't happen, but we've seen it with other hormones. And it makes me nervous giving it to little kids. So if you've got a child who's having a hard time sleeping, there are awesome alternatives that have kind of come out over the years. If this child has some kind of anxiety issues, you should try maybe something called L-theanine or GABA. These are amazing, I believe, safer and more effective than uh, melatonin in most cases for kids and oftentimes for adults as well. And one thing we've recently discovered is what's called that cortisol curve. Kind of known about it for a long time, but I think what we didn't recognize is how hard of a time people are having sleeping because their cortisol is elevated at night when it should be elevated in the morning. And there are things you can do to get on top of that. Theanine is one of those things. Ashwagandha, there's a product called Vital Sleep uh, that a lot of people love for that purpose. I had a lady in just yesterday using something called Anxiety Free that's a specifically a cortisol reducer. And she says now she can sleep great. And uh, she found out off of just one free sample that we gave her at Vitality that it worked really, really well for her. So we've learned sleep has kind of evolved. We have more people not sleeping, but more great options to help them sleep. And so uh, take a look at that. We've also learned that the over-the-counter sleep aid uh, that's also known as Benadryl, um, but uh, it's sold as a sleep aid. Um, I, I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think it's I think Unisom is uh, is a, one of these. Um, but the over-the-counter sleep aids, we've now found uh, that there is a link, and again, not not necessarily causation, but a link between those and the onset of Alzheimer's disease. There's some concern that long-term use may lead to that. So be cautious with those over-the-counters if you can find something that would be safer and uh, works more within the body's normal uh, rhythms as opposed to kind of overtaking them. Back when I was a kid at Vitality Nutrition, we sold something called acidophilus. We didn't know what a probiotic was. There wasn't, that word hadn't been coined yet. Uh, you know, probiotic eventually became a word, basically saying it's the opposite of an antibiotic, you know, something that would be pro-life as opposed to uh, uh, anti-life in the case of an antibiotic. But probiotics were just known as acidophilus because those are the ones that we knew about, that in the human digestive system and in cows in particular and goats, there was something called acidophilus. And there was a variety of different ones. And we knew that those little buggers, because uh, they literally are little bugs, that hang out inside our bodies, were really helpful for digestive health. But we didn't know what a probiotic was, and we didn't know how devastating antibiotics were back then either. But we've learned a lot about those. In fact, on a very uh, near uh, show coming up on Vitality Radio, probably in the next month, I'll be talking about the new guidelines where they're saying maybe doctors are over not just over-prescribing antibiotics in terms of how often, but for how long they should be used. That's hitting the news right now. And uh, doctors are being warned that maybe they're overdoing it even more than they thought they were overdoing it before. So we'll talk about that. But back to acidophilus. I remember... We sold just liquid acidophilus. That's all we had. And you know what is funny? We still have 
one of the same liquid acidophiluses we sold way back then is still something that we sell today and s- some people still absolutely swear by it. But now we have all these different probiotics and what's crazy about probiotics is they're all in these crazy Latin names and they've billions of units and millions of units and back in the day they used to all just be millions and then they realized that there were trillions inside the human digestive system so millions probably wasn't enough maybe we need to get up to billions and since then I've discovered something about three years ago I did not know uh, existed well okay about eight years ago I found out about something called bacillus coagulans which is not even found in the human body normally it's found in the dirt but bacillus coagulans is loosely considered a probiotic because when it gets into the body, it works better than any probiotic I've ever seen. And we have that available now that we didn't have before in the form of a product called Back on Tract. And then three years ago, I found out about something called Just Thrive. And if you want to talk about a game changer with probiotics, that is a game changer. They've got some initial studies now that are being released showing that it may be one of the biggest things that you can do for leaky gut. And so Just Thrive, again, probiotics that are lower in potency that aren't human. They're actually transient. They get into the system and then they leave the system about 45 days later. But while they're in there, they do amazing work to get your body into a much better situation when it comes to the bacteria count. So that's something that's changed a ton over the last 40 years. Do you remember those of you with arthritis that have had it for 20 years or longer might remember when glucosamine and chondroitin first came out on the market. Glucosamine and chondroitin, man, that was all the rage. And we were so excited as health food store people because it was the first time we'd had something that really worked well for a lot of people with arthritis. Because before that, it was yucca. It was uh, devil's claw. It was cod liver oil. It was alfalfa. These old remedies that they helped. They helped. You know, some people got some really nice pain relief from those things. Better mobility. And, and those are still things that people can use that can help with arthritis and joint health. But, boy, that's something that's come miles and miles uh, in the last uh, even just 20 years. Glucosamine and chondroitin, again, like fish oils, now everywhere. But what did they learn? They learned that when they really got the best results with glucosamine and chondroitin, it was injected into the human body, not taken in a pill form. And chondroitin in particular has a very high molecular weight. And so when you take it in a pill form, it's pretty hard for the human body to break down and digest. And so then we learned that maybe MSM uh, and you've, you've seen the products out there, glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM. Maybe MSM was better because it was a sulfur compound and it was very easy for the body to digest and assimilate. But then we found out that MSM had a downside, and that is that if you had to take a bunch to get the results. Most people had to take at least three a day, but, but the truth of the matter is the majority of the people that I worked with had to take six to ten a day to get a result with MSM, and people don't want to take that much. So then we started selling powder, and there was a real problem with that, and that it tasted absolutely horrible. It tasted like taking a big scoop of powdered rotten eggs. And so not a lot of people wanted to take MSM powder. And so this thing has gone on and on, and what we realized then is that hyaluronic acid was maybe better than glucosamine or chondroitin or MSM, and guess what? It is, except it gets wiped out in the stomach acid. And so then it's not that effective either unless it's injected. And now they're doing some amazing injections directly into the joint with hyaluronic acid that a lot of people are getting great results with. But guess what? About three years ago with this one as well, I found out about something called Baxil, which is a stabilized hyaluronin that gets into the intestinal tract intact through the stomach as a liquid and it's crazy stuff it tastes like water but it's kind of feels like a gel it's a little weird but you only take a half a teaspoon in the morning and a half a teaspoon at night and i have never in the 40 years that my family has done this at vitality nutrition and bountiful we have never had a product that more people rave about for achy joints than baxel so we've found that that one has come just out of nowhere a few years ago. In fact, the vast majority of people still don't know about it. Uh, It's a patented product. It's very, very unique, and it absolutely works. Really, really phenomenal stuff. I'd put it up against glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, any of those, any day. 
So uh, here's another one. So when I was a kid, my parents gave me something called emergency. And I was a weird kid because I took a lot of strange stuff that my friends didn't know about. But now a lot of kids take emergency. Heck, they, I just saw it at Costco. I was at Costco the other day. That's where I get most of my organic produce. And right up front, they had this big display of emergency. It was a 60 packets or 30, I don't remember what it was, 60 packets or 100 packets or something like that. And it was on sale. It was a great deal. And that's changed. And that stinks because that was one of my favorite products when I was a kid. The guy that formed the company, Alliser, he believed in something that he had learned, as I understand, from Linus Pauling, who's the godfather of vitamin C research in this country, that ascorbate form of vitamin C, what are called mineral ascorbates, were far more bioavailable, bioavailable meaning your body could absorb them better, and more um, efficient inside the body and less acidic. And so that was the kind of vitamin C we wanted. And he put it in these little packets that uh, you put in water. And I'll tell you, back in the day, the original emergency, amazing stuff. I mean, really amazing stuff. And then something changed about, I don't know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, maybe. They got bought out by somebody. And then they got bought out again. And guess who owns them now? Pfizer, of all people. Pfizer, the big pharma champion of all <laughs> buys out this vitamin C company called Alliser, and they change the product again. You know what? It tastes better now than it ever has, but it's got more artificial ingredients, and it doesn't have mineral ascorbates anymore. It just has ascorbic acid, which is just run-of-the-mill vitamin C. They took what used to be this great product, and it's just not anymore. And thankfully, somebody came to the rescue. I just found out about these guys less than a year ago. They're called InnerC. And Inner C is there with a very similar product to the original Alliser Emergency with the mineral ascorbates. We recently started carrying them at Vitality, and I'm back in love with my vitamin C packets now. So, again, this is just all sort of – maybe this is fascinating to me more than it is to anybody else, but I've been doing <laughs> – doing this for a long time. Vitality, we're celebrating our 40th birthday today with a big party, and I'm just kind of going through reminiscing and telling you what I've learned over the last 40 years on some of the biggest things that have happened, and hopefully this is interesting to you, and there's some information you can pluck from it that will have value. So anyway, that's pretty much the gist of the show today. I just wanted to come in here and uh, reminisce and help you understand some of the things that have changed and hopefully shed some light on some things because what's happened in this industry over the years is basically things have become really popular in health food stores and then they go boom mass market and sometimes that's okay but other times when it gets into that mass market space the big guys get bought out new chapter is now owned by procter and gamble and like I said, Alliser is owned by Pfizer. You know, the drug companies are getting into the natural products industry. And that's a little scary for me because, well, if you've ever heard Vitality Radio rants before, you know how I feel about, about Big Pharma. I don't get too excited about those guys. When they start taking over companies that I love, ugh, it gives me a little bit of a sick feeling. And then when I see them change the product like they did with Emergency. So we have to be careful. we got to stay on our toes and recognize little guys that are still doing it right, and there are some great ones. I mentioned many of these fantastic vendors before uh, that are supporting our 40th birthday, and those guys absolutely deserve your support. So come check them out. we got a bunch of them on display at Vitality Day doing demos. Uh, some of our favorite reps and vendors are going to be there. We're going to be giving away all kinds of free samples. We've got refreshments. We've got gift bags for everybody. Everybody gets to enter a raffle. If you find us on Facebook, and find our birthday uh, uh, celebration post and you share it. We give you three additional raffle tickets. Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff at 40% off for our 40th birthday. We've got tons of free products that are worth $30, $40, $50 per bottle that we're giving away at random today. If you're one of our VIPs and you've got one of our orange bags, it is a fifth Saturday or one of our blue bags either way, and you get 20% off just about anything in the store that you can throw in that bag. And uh, if you're one of our uh, VIPs or super VIPs, you get a free bottle just for coming in today. So we're doing some awesome stuff for our birthday. You only turn 40 once, and uh, usually that requires black balloons and crepe 
white paper, but we're celebrating with a little bit more excitement than that. We feel like we're 40 years young and we're growing with this fantastic natural products industry that we belong to. Please come by and see us. We'd love to say hi. I'll be there after 1030 today. The address, 107 South 500 West. You can call us, 801-292-6662. And now you can find us on the Internet again. VitalityNutrition.com is where you go. VitalityNutrition.com. That will soon be your home, once again, of Vitality Radio. We'll be putting our shows up there. We're also working hard on getting podcasts going so you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff as well. Very, very excited about all the stuff that's happening. The technology is so good for getting the word out. And so if you want to hear more, uh, you can uh, jump on our website. You can come down to Vitality at 107 South, 500 West in Bountiful. And please tell your friends, if you like what you hear here, go tell somebody. Okay, so it's been a pleasure bringing it to you. 40 years young, Vitality Nutrition. Come celebrate our birthday with us anytime from 10 to 7 today. Come get some freebies. And of course, thank you so much. I really appreciate any time you give to lend an ear to what I have to say here on Vitality Radio. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. I absolutely love bringing it to you. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Vitality Radio. Uh, send us an email, give us a call, whatever you want to do. We love to hear from you and we'd love to see you in person at our birthday today. Thank you so much for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair and this is Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.